Daniela. And I'm Kiara. And we're super excited to do another podcast today. Today we have a special guest with us. His name is Mikey. What's going on? Hey. <laughs> hey, Mikey. So today we decided to have, well, I guess me and Daniela told you guys that every other week we're going to have um, somebody new on the podcast. So today's going to be Mikey and we're super excited because we have an amazing topic that we want to talk about and it's going to be more of like a Q&A. So we're going to ask him questions and he's going to be 100% real and honest and we're just going to do that. So I'm going to start with my highs and my lows for today. Since Daniela said that she didn't want to start because it was hard for her to like think of highs and lows (laughs) so let's see my highest for the week was that um I cooked so I if like you don't know I love cooking and I made like some really good like rice and beans and like some sausage which is like super Hispanic but I'm just saying like it was just really good and I made brownies and cornbread so it was super good um but my low for the week was that I was really like I had senioritis so bad like I did not want to do any of my assignments. It was just, it was completely hard. Who wants to go next? I'll go. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm going to do my low first. Um, my low was that um, on Monday, I was really, I was like not feeling motivated. And I was late to my first period. <clears throat> but um, that's okay. Well, I mean, that's not okay. We're good. We're back. Yeah. And what was your what's <laughs> your high? My high. Um, my highest was that I well I finished my app my college application. I submitted it. Ooh. Ooh. Girl, Fingers okay. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Big things coming for Daniela. How about you, Mikey? All right. Uh, out of my week. I'd say my highest was straight up. I, I woke up and I got to be grateful for that, you know, <laughs> just, no, yeah, yeah, you know, um, I guess my highest, you know, I've, I've just been with my family a lot more often, you know, my family just lately we've been getting really close and, you know, just, you know, talking to my mom, joking with my mom, joking with my sister is like throughout the week. It's just been like the highlight of my week, I guess you can say. And I guess the lowest, <laughs> The, my, my low, you know, besides, like, everything with family, since, you know, everyone has their own thing to balance, you know, I had to, have, I had to balance school and work, you know. Um, you know, school, it's its own thing. And I guess it ain't seen – I'm in college now, so it's a completely different thing. But it's uh, – since it's more of a – since, you know, it's online, I have to depend on myself to do it. It's just finding motivation in it. That's been my, I guess my lowest has been super stressed. Right. Well, I'm glad you're, like, finding ways to, like, handle it well, you know, because there's some people that don't really handle it well, and then they procrastinate. Oh, yeah. So I'm glad that you're finding it well. So one thing that I wanted to ask you, and I got this from the World That's Good podcast, since, you know, like, Sadie Robertson has new people on her podcast every week and asks this one question, it's, what's the best piece of advice that you've gotten? And I kind of want to, like, we, or we kind of want to, like, ask you the same thing. What's one piece of advice that you, like, have really clinged on to and that, you know, you just really like? <laughs> one good piece of advice. Um, dang. 
well, you know, since I guess I have a lot of impactful thing people in my life within everything that I do, you know, like school or you know some things that I'm trying to do. And later, my I guess um, I guess a piece of advice that I've really been, you know, holding on to lately is put one foot in front of the other because you can't do anything else. You know, uh, know, if you like either way, like the uh, the person that explained it was more of a, they looked at me and, you know, it actually taught me a lot. Like it's not like they got down to my level, but it's like they, they just said, what are you going to do? Walk backwards? You know, and I took that as like, it took it, I took it more as a hit, you know, like to my, to my ego. Cause it looked at me like all sarcastic. What are you going to do? Walk backwards? Why don't you just put one foot in front of the other and let's see what happens. Cause why do you want to give up? Right. You know? Wow. That's super important. And they say, he said, um, you're going to do it either, either way. If you put it, if you walk with your head down or your head up, you're walking. That's good. There's movement. Just keep going. Yeah, I like that because it's more of like the one step at a time type thing in life, cause, which it can be like super important because it's like sometimes we take on so much that it's hard, you know, to balance everything. Kind of like what you were saying earlier. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, <laughs> absolutely. Definitely. <laughs> okay. And I want to ask Mikey, you know, to get. For like everyone to get to know him a little bit more, tell us three things about yourself. Three interesting facts. Three interesting facts, um, girl. Mikey's like, I'm not interesting. Girl, I'm, I'm not in- like that. Lit- girl, you took it right. I'm not. <laughs> like, girl, I wake up, go to work, go to school. But let's see. Uh, three interesting things about me. Um, girl, you caught me off guard. You should have sent me these questions. All right, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> We, we like to do this because it's more like raw rather than like rehearsed. You know what I mean? No, yeah, this is really raw. Um, all right, cool. Uh, three interesting facts about me. Number one, um, girl, y'all really caught me off guard. <laughs> Dang. Well, it doesn't even have to be that deep. It's like, I, girl, I, that's the thing. I ain't trying to make it deep. <laughs> all right. Um, so, one interesting, one interesting fact is I'm just looking around my room. I actually started a Bucky's hat collection. Um, so I actually really like to go to Bucky's. I actually love to go to Bucky's. Their food to me is amazing. People just think of it as a gas station. I really look at it as a restaurant. And I started buying their hats, and they got like a bunch of colors. And I started buying. <laughs> uh, that is the most random thing. Girl, that's a random. I love it. I love it. Oh well. Um, another thing, um, me, I actually, I guess an interesting fact about me, I really try to get along with everybody. So, um, I guess my professors from my college, um, for any discussion or anything that I have to do for them, I try to really get, try to get to know them a little bit better. Cause you know, it's, uh, to me, it's like, I don't know what a teacher's going through, so I might as well just be nice to them. So to me, right. uh, yeah. interesting fact, I really like like to be nice to my professors. And I guess number three is my dog doesn't know how to bark. And yeah, 
Let me just put it like that. <laughs> Your dog doesn't know how to bark? He yells. Oh. What? You're still there? I got a call. I don't know. But yeah, my dog. That, that caught me off guard. <laughs> Girl, y'all really made this raw, raw. Y'all made me talk about my professors. Oh my God. Anywho. I love it. Anywho. No, yeah, my dog doesn't know how to bark at all. And forever's listening to this, like, a lot of people know that. He just yells. He just straight up yells. But it is what it is. That's crazy. So, all right, what we're going to do today is ask Mikey a couple questions about just peace. I asked him, like, what he had in his heart and what, like, conversation topic uh, that he, like, felt really heavy. And he said peace. And we were pretty, like, okay, yeah, like, that's great, right? Because everybody right now needs peace. So, um, Daniela, do you want to start with a question? Yeah. Okay. So, my first question is, what is, like, a peaceful place that you know of, that you go to find peace? Whether it's around your house or somewhere outside of your house, wherever it is. Well, to me, since, you know, I have to balance everything around in my life, I definitely say my room, like, 100%. Because, you know, when I'm not at work or when I'm not at school, I'm in my room. And, you know, I found a lot of, a lot of like groundbreaking discoveries about myself in my room. But another one, because uh, lately I've actually been, you know, uh, getting a like I'm really getting to know myself lately. And one big thing since you know I'm a big I'm a I guess an interesting fact too is I'm a big dude for music. I love music, but I love to look what's inside of the music. Not like it, if you know what I mean. Uh, another place I would say I uh, would be my car. You know, because I feel like I would feel music differently mm-hmm. because of yeah, literally how it feels. So it'd be my car mm-hmm. in my room. Wow, I I really like that. I feel like now that I have a car, I feel the same way. Because in my house, like now since we're, that we're in quarantine, I have everybody, like the whole family is in the house, right? So I can't really have like time alone. So like to my drive to work or to like my drive to go get something from the grocery store or something um i really find like that peace and like my alone time in my car so that's super cool yeah definitely yeah like that i would say the the most therapeutic thing for me is that driving it's completely just driving because you know out of the world you're with a lot of people when you think about it like you're actually never alone until you force yourself to be alone um yeah but one thing you actually can't control is when you get in your car because you have to go do something, you know. So one thing that like where I've always had like really good like, you know, where I really get in touch with my emotion is definitely in my car because I don't expect it, you know. Right. That's really good. So I had a question. I guess this question too. It's um like what's your definition of peace? Because you know everybody has like different different definitions for things but i just wanted to know like your definition of just peace and being peaceful uh my definition of peace is breathing when there's hell around you just sitting there Mm. and just taking one step in front of the other when everything around you is going terrible when you actually get to rely on something peace is more of a one thing for me is peace is actually i would say peace is actually found because you have to take your that step forward to find it 
you know um right yeah (laughs) yeah definitely that yeah that's so good so I think that's super important because like a little I guess word that's coming up currently right now is just intentionality like you have to be the one to step forward and be Mm -hmm. like you know what I'm gonna try to find the peace you know whether it be like kind of like what you said like hell all around you but you know you're the one like in the middle like just trying to find peace and that's how like you create it right yeah so that's super good I like that a lot thank you thank you I recently my mom recently just told me that yesterday because she um she was like leaders are always the ones that um take the first step they're the ones that like we were talking about worship and she was like if you're going to be a worship leader you're not gonna ask people like are you ready to worship and wait for everybody to respond like you just have to like you know, put the mic up, start singing, and just let everybody join in. And so, like, when you said, like, take the first step, like, just reminded me of that. Well, yeah, that's super important. Like, just being being the change starter, I guess, you know, because this is totally off topic, but um, I feel like God, like, creates the change. We just have to execute it. And I feel mm. like that goes with kind of like what we we're saying about, like, a revival in our generation. Like, we have to be the ones to be intentional about finding, you know, world peace and finding um, solutions to different problems that are happening in the world to create that peace. Yeah. So that's really important. Definitely. Yeah, so yeah. good. Daniela, do you have another question? Yes. My so third question is, Mikey, what is something that you do that helps you, like, that brings you peace? Something that you do something that I do um well to me in my opinion I feel like peace comes in many different forms you know right even though Mm -hmm. peace is just a general aspect you know if I'm for example if I'm going through something at home with my family I'm gonna go to my room I'm gonna sit down listen to my music then you'll find peace uh but if something happens outside I have to set myself away you know um my bad. When I get too deep, I completely forget the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, what What is something that you do that brings you peace? Um, I guess something that I do is completely distract myself. I distract myself about what's, what actually has me not in a state of peace. And then I bring myself back to that. Because, you know, when I'm when something's happening me like with me, I get way too deep. You know, I go way too deep and I start thinking about it. I it just gets more than it should be. But, you know, something, a way I distract myself is, like I said, music. Talk Like, I talk to somebody. But one thing, I talk to somebody even though they don't know what's going on. You know, I talk to somebody just to get my head out the way. Then I want to realign myself later that, at that moment. Right. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> then y'all said, whoa. Yeah. yeah like, another thing is, like, <laughs> yeah. I guess if... You know, when something happens and you just sit there and dwell on it, I feel like it's going to become way worse because you're just thinking about it. And there's no, you're just trapped in your emotions and you're not going to let anything else, like any outer source come into you. You know what I mean? If Mm -hmm. something happens, you know, I feel like you have to distract yourself or not. You're going to go way too deep into your emotions and start thinking thinking about things that are, you know, are relevant. You're going to start causing other things. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's just... It's right. a better thing to distract yourself first, then bring yourself back so you actually get a third third person type of view. Yeah, well, wow, that's super important. That kind of like <laughs> correlates to what I was saying 
or what I was gonna ask, which was, um, I guess when you think about peace, what is like an image that you think of, or what is something or somebody that you think of? Because you know, everybody kind of like what I said earlier about the definition, everybody has like a different image of peace. Like, my peace probably isn't the same image as yours and and Daniela's, you know. So, what is um, when you think about peace, like what image comes to your mind, or like what do you like think of? It's actually a really good question because. Kiara, you definitely know this. You know, we've been knowing each other for a good minute. But I know I've told you this right. before. Me, when I get into the, the state of, you know, thinking or, like, me, I guess my thing, I have a I have photo memory. Like, I have a photo imagery in my mind. Like, I always just think, like, in basically photos. And when I think of peace, I'm going to be honest with you, it's, like, it's more of a, me, in a, like, in a completely dark room but I have my hands in my pockets and I have a smile and I'm still walking. Like I'm walking into the unknown, but I'm okay. You know, mm-hmm. like everything around me is unknown. I don't know what's around me, but I have my head down, my hands in my pocket and I'm walking. I don't know what I'm walking into, but the thing is I wouldn't be walking if I didn't have peace. You know, it's so easy to stop. It's so easy to freak out. It's so easy to turn around. It's so easy to start doing everything else. But I, I really mm-hmm. feel like peace is, like I said, when he- like hell is going on around you, it's just just walking straight up going wow forward. and i guess another yeah uh another thing would be um i remember when mike todd came to lakewood he showed a picture of a dove and uh you know it was a huge waterfall you know it was a huge storm going on around it it was actually a painting mm-hmm. and he said this is peace and there's a picture of a dove you know under a little rock just chilling vibing sleeping when the whole storm is happening around it the thing is you know that dove was super secure i'm under this rock and nothing is going to happen to me you know so it's more of like setting a foundation of what you're under i guess would i guess i could say that right that's something that i think like you said something pete like you feel like that image you said something like that like you're you have a smile on your face when you're walking to the unknown like you see nothing in front of you but you still have that smile on your face and I think that's super important since a lot of like literally life is unknown like you don't know what season you're going to walk into next and I feel like I like that of you that you're such a person that does try to find peace and that you're just like the smile in the in the storm like you're the dove in the storm like if I need a friend like I could definitely like come to you you know because you are like you produce that piece so that's I think that's super great what's it called what I was gonna say you want to mention how long we know each other too <laughs> <laughs> how oh my god so I'm a senior and I've known you since the sixth grade so let's say about for seven years? Yes, oh my god. Dani, I've known you since way before that too. Yeah, I think I think we were like five. Yeah. When I was five and I was six and we were you know, playing at Jackie's house. <laughs> yeah, because of my cousin. Yeah. yeah. I think that's how I met you. Because of my cousins. And then we ended up going to the same church and then yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. Look at us. No, yeah. Who would have thought? Not me. I wanted to add on to what uh, Mikey was saying because he said, like, the dove is the peace. And, like, 
stories around it and how Kiara said, like, you never know what you're going to walk into. Like, life is unknown. And it reminded me of, like, the time, like, right now, like, the times right now. Like, one day there was no COVID, and the next day it's, like, all over the U.S. Yes. And it's, and, like, ever since, like, COVID happened, like, the world has just, like, turned upside down. Like, it's like the enemy, like, came to invade our safety and our security. But I think, like, since we know God, it is so much easier to, like, trust him and bring you peace, you know? Yeah, that is super important. I like that a lot, especially when, like, you know that you can count on God as, like, a friend, you know? And I feel like that gives the most peace is whenever you can count on one friend, even though, like, even if you can't count on anybody around you, you can count on God. Yeah, and I guess one thing that I want to add on. He's walking with you always. Yeah, Yeah. what's it called? I guess one thing I would really want to add on to that is, like, sometimes, like you said, Kiara, you know, when you know, you know, knowing that God's around you, it's actually something that's learned because sometimes we go through seasons where we feel like God's not there, you know? Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, we have seasons where we just feel silent, quiet. But the thing is, sometimes you find peace in the quiet. I actually told a friend not too long ago, long ago, I said, you're the loudest when you're the quietest. Wow. You're the loudest when you're quiet. You're the loudest when you don't talk because you're actually to yourself. You actually are intact with yourself when you're quiet. When you want to think about something, you have to be quiet first, you know? And like I said, like me in the, you know, in the dark void, me just walking. Sometimes it could be God. I I just have to trust God. So I, I, I can't hear you right now, but it is what it is, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. That's super. Wow. I'm, I'm speechless. <laughs> Girl, like I said, you want to go raw? I'll take it raw. <laughs> yeah no 100 we love that uh so next question nani uh yeah um this is i think i'm not i'm gonna ask i'm gonna ask it anyway is has there been a time where you haven't felt peace and what was it like well when kiara texted me um peace, that moment when kiara texted me peace was the last thing i had at that moment you know, wow. Um, but I know I actually felt like I walked into this season re- like lately, like literally just I- I'd say very recently. I felt something change in me. Um, my bad. I just did that again. What was the question? <laughs> um, that have you ever has there ever been a moment where you have no peace? And if so, what was it like? Definitely. Um, let me get back to that. <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> I would say, yeah, these times, but at the same time, I feel like before quarantine, before Rona, before Corona, I actually, I, 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 it's, it's hard to say sometimes, like almost nothing has changed, you know? And mm-hmm. I feel like that's actually happened for a lot of people. That's why they act like all oh, this is normal, you know? It's like, cause nothing has changed, you know what I mean? And you know, I've had troubles with my job, you know, when, and I guess one part where it really started hitting was, I guess when quarantine started, um, a lot of things started, a lot of things just started happening one and another over another over another, you know, I got laid off, right. um, I got laid off on my job. Then I found out I was no getting, got it, getting no money from unemployment, then no, uh, what's it called? The no, no stimulus check, you know, I started having problem with my, 
relationships, my friendships, my family, just those two, three months from the beginning, I would say that was the time I felt peace was the last thing that was ever going to happen. Well, yeah. So how did you, like, I guess, I don't know if this is probably a question, but how did you, like, kind of, or how are you trying to find the peace to, like, get through it? And how, like, what are ways that you're trying to find peace throughout the midst of all of that, what you're going through? Um, Definitely, like, I feel, I say, I've been telling people lately, like, how much this season has changed me because I say, let's say quarantine started six months ago i'd say seven months ago is way different than me six months ago you know what i mean and one month of a change everything's just been so different you know uh then uh back then you know when i was actually going through it when i actually felt like something bad was gonna happen um i was like you know i know Mm -hmm. god but i don't know the word you know so i actually ended up getting a bible and I don't know. If some of y'all followed me. I started doing these Bible studies on uh, my, my Instagram. That's basically what I started doing. The, I took the initiative, just get a Bible first, you know? And then next to that, mm-hmm. I got a notebook and I started writing my feelings and a Bible study, feelings, Bible study. That's basically what I did back then. Now, definitely what I do is when, you know, I don't feel peace and I, I'm not, what I do now is more of a, I actually read over my notes that I took a couple months ago. I see how different everything's been, you know, and I actually start incorporating things I've learned in the Bible to what I have in my life now, you know, and like I said, lately, like, like I said, lately, music hasn't hit as much until late, like very recently. And I actually started looking in the lyric, like within the lyrics, you know, a lot of these songs are actually scriptures. You know, like the blessing, right. uh, reckless love, um, some of uh, Sunday service choir, all of Sunday service choir. I started yeah. looking within the lyrics. I started looking within the beats. I started seeing how much that incorporates to each other. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of music, just really just studying what they say because it's something that calls to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. One thing that I always like think about whenever I worship, because like to me, worship is my peace and worship is where I find my peace and kind of like what you were saying like there's words in in lyrics of like the song that are exactly like from the bible and whenever they say that the bible is a sword a sword I think of worship as well because like we're saying like those words those verses correlate with the words in the in worship so it's like your worship worship is also a weapon is where and worship is also like that sword that cuts through you know flesh and blood and that can bring you that peace you know what I mean yes yes I absolutely love worship and I think that whenever you speak the words that you're saying like that's why like the music that you're listening to is so important because whenever you speak those words it's cutting through flesh and blood. Like the Bible mm-hmm. says that. And, you know, like we can find our peace with our mouths and speaking words of encouragement and speaking words of wisdom and speaking words of blessings and stuff like that is, is super important. Yeah, definitely. And also like another thing that I found lately, like I started listening to a wide range of music, you know, from rap to R&B to country to, and I started, you know, the things because basically the things I've felt lately, just to be straight up, like, vulnerable, um, 
is I've always felt alone. You know, I've always felt like I'm right. the only one going through this and whatever. But the thing is, when someone, even if it even hits harder in, in worship, but, you know, when someone says exactly what you're going through and puts a beat behind it, it makes that what makes me feel peace because it makes me feel like I'm not alone. Like I have an actual relation. Yeah. Like I know I'm actually relating to something. You know, as much chaos, as much anything that's going on in my life, like, wow, someone speaks for me. And it's like, wait, this dude went famous. I'm listening to this dude. Hold up. That means somebody else is going through the same thing because someone viewed him. You know what I mean? Right. Um, And a lot with, uh, and that's what I love about, like, these days is how much, how raw, like, worship music is getting with words. You know what I mean? How, like, not that they don't care. It's just like, all right, now we're going to start talking about this. Now we're going to start talking about this. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And Danny can speak a lot to this because she wants to go into, like, worship. So, Girl, let's have our talks, yes. girl. Yes, sir. God is calling me to worship. So, like Kiara, um, worship is really the place where I find peace. Um, it's, where, it's where I feel most at peace because not only is it, like, although, like, um in a sanctuary or whatever um i feel like i'm alone with god you know like my one-on-one time with him something that like brings me peace yeah i i don't really have like the words to describe what i feel it just feels like 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 love you know? yeah yeah like that, that peace sense. that surpasses all understanding girl mm-hmm. yeah it's like like everything, like everything that's like on my mind just like goes away. And so that's yeah. amazing. I love worship. We all need to get together and have like a worship like session. Wouldn't that be cool? Girl, let's put that in, public. That in a global so pandemic, cool. girl. <laughs> Especially in a global yeah. pandemic. Hallelujah. Dude. Um, one thing that I did kind of like want to incorporate since we are talking about like worship and you know, verses of the Bible is well, first of all, like, whenever I think of peace, I think of, like, how to find it. Because usually, like, yeah, everybody wants peace, but so, like, how do we find it? And most, like, nowadays, I feel like forgiveness and repentance, or, like, I guess in the season that I'm at, I guess forgiveness and repentance can lead to so much peace. Because whenever you forgive and whenever you repent, it's, like, freedom, right? You get you get free from whatever that whatever was holding you back, whatever was holding you hostage. And what kind of a little, I guess, story of the Bible that kind of like reminds me of like my version of peace, I guess, is the story of Jacob. And I don't know how to say his name. It's Esau, E-S-A-U. How do you say that? Esau. So yeah, that's like a Spanish like version. So I was about to say, yeah, that's kind of a Reina Valera type thing, girl. Yeah, so Jacob and Esau were, you know, twin brothers. And because he was the oldest, Esau should have, like, had the better birthright. Like, right? So, like, back in the days, like, the oldest has the most money or gets the most part of, like, the legacy that was left. But Jacob tried to trick Esau into giving up his birthright. And then Jacob ended up, like, stealing his like stole the, his father's blessing 
And then he just left. Like, he left for, like, several And he just, like, couldn't find peace with his brother. And it kind of, like, reminds me of the things that are going on right now, especially with, I guess, like, the the Black Lives Matter movement and all this, like, systematic racism. Like, we're so, like, politically, like, it's so at war. And, like, just, like, humanity is just so at war. And we, like, can't find peace with each other. And we're always fighting, you know? And so I feel like that's how... Esau was feeling with like Jacob right that like he was he was stealing like something that also belonged to him you know so he was like so why are you stealing something that also belongs to me why are you stealing the like why are you stealing this much money whenever it also belongs to me you know but at the end of the story um they're like they finally met and Jacob like years later they finally met and Jacob tried to give Esau Esau (laughs) the gifts but so it just forgave him you know and it's a beautiful I feel like it's just a beautiful example of like finding peace between two brothers that they were like so angry so torn apart and so like at two different places but the fact that like Esau like forgave him and brought peace to the situation just to like not hold a grudge and to just you know I guess like um have that because he had that love for his own brother like his twin brother he like he tried to find the peace in the situation and you know Jacob came with forgiveness and repentance like I said earlier and it also brought peace to the situation so not only did you know like acceptance of that forgiveness but like yeah, the repentance too definitely. was brought peace to that situation and I feel like that kind of like just relates to you know like real life right now because that's what humanity is right now it's just an ongoing war in it and I hate it yeah. <laughs> I hate it so much it makes me so sad to just see like everything that's going on so yeah that's kind of like just an example i wanted to share and that's actually a really good one you know like me like i I have a blank sheet of paper and anything that that i think so i don't forget it i just write it down but it uh one thing you know when they when you were talking about forgiveness and all that when you know when that's when forgiveness and and all that it's like missing that i feel like that's what causes no peace you know, that's what causes, right. like, hell. That's what causes, like, a lot of mischief to happen when... And another thing to me is, like, accepting what you did, you know, and knowing right. that sometimes, like, we mess up, yeah. you know. Uh, you know, me and my life, like, I'm, I'm, I'm messed up in my life. And it's, like, one thing that kills me is, like, crap, I messed up. But not a, right. I messed up, I'm human, time to move on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I guess acceptance, without acceptance, there's no peace. Right. Yeah. If, exactly. If there's no... And I feel like... Uh-huh. Girl, <laughs> go off. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I just feel like that needs to be preached or, like, taught more in the church also. Like, it's pretty touchy, but... <laughs> Danielle's like, I was about to say that. But um, I'll let you take the floor in a second, Danielle. But I feel like that's something that needs to be, like, really, like, spoken out to in the church. Like, because I feel like a lot of churches do, like, just condemn and which can harden the hearts of people that do try to come to Christ. And they sometimes they just find a church that's that's very, like, condemning. I'm not also not trying to, like, condemn any church disclaimer. But I'm just saying, like, like, I guess 
Oh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Girl, I did it like four times or, already. No, no, I found it. I found like it. I found minutes. it. <laughs> I found it. No. Um, preaching that, like, you know, we're all human and we all, like, make those mistakes. And if, like, today I was watching this documentary, actually, that Daniela uh, recommended to me. And the be- I literally only watched, like, 30 minutes of it so far. And what they were talking about was preaching that hum- humanity is not good. Right, like we can say, oh yeah, like generally, like we're good people because we don't lie or because you know we like give money to charity and stuff like that. Like, I feel like humanity is just, or what I learned from the podcast, or not from the podcast, from the documentary, was that humanity is just not good. Like nobody is good but God. You know, like we can't hold ourselves up to the standard that's like that's like that's not even there. We're we pale against or not against, but we pale compared to God. And so I feel like preaching that message of like, you know, we're human, but you know, there is this repentance that Jesus offers on the cross is super important. Yeah, and I think, okay, I was going to add on to earlier um, when Kiara said, um, oh no, Mikey, when he was like, you have to know, like, know what you did, like accept what you did. And, um, like, you have to expose your sin to God. Like, he already knows what you did. Like, why try hide? Like, why are you hiding it? Right. You're really not, you know? And so when you repent, I feel like it's, like, just a rock taking off, like, off of your back. Like, you mm-hmm. have less weight on yourself, which brings you so much more peace. Because I feel like if you're holding in all that sin, it's just going to stress you out. And it's going to, like, turn you cold-hearted, you know? And I'm like, you know... I don't know, but one of the verses that helps, like, brings me peace if I find myself in a situation that I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, or I'm, like, super nervous or I'm, like, anxious or whatever. Um, Psalm 4610, be still and know that I'm God. Like, I'm like, okay. Like, I repeat that over and over in my head. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's just like, right. yeah. <laughs> That's so good. And yeah that's super important yeah I, also I, I literally just opened my bible like randomly and because i knew there was a like something i was reading uh uh lately that actually like had to do with that and matthew ten thirty four says don't imagine that i came to bring peace to the earth i came not to bring peace but a sword wow you know <laughs> So okay, Mikey, with the heat, girl, I got some more. Give me a second now. But uh, <laughs> another thing, so another, another thing with uh, repentance, um, it's a uh, repentance comes from acceptance. But another thing that oh, girl, I wish I could find it because I don't want to say it wrong. But when somebody asks for repentance, oh, because somebody like maybe listening right now, like, yo, okay, repentance, what is it? Just an I'm sorry, straight up, yeah. Straight up, you know, when I, I learned when I was younger, repentance, you mess up, know that you mess up, acknowledge that you messed up, but just remember you're human. But remember, just say, God, I'm, I'm sorry. Straight up, I'm sorry. Because there's nothing you can do because you already did it. It, it, it sounds cynical, it sounds, but it's, I'm sorry. And guess what? The Pastor Allen actually told me, because me and him were actually very close, and it was more of a, all right. You just have to apologize. I'm sorry. Repent. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm done. You know, um, another part of the Bible, uh, it was in the book of Matthew, was um, 
Oh man, because I don't want to flip through my thing because I know I'm not gonna find it. It was um. Mm-hmm. Girl, oh me my god! Because I remember <laughs> when I heard this, I stood. I woke up everybody, and I stood up, saying, "Yes, Lord, yes." Uh, it was funny, but it was. <sighs> Girl, you know what? Just bring it back, because oh my god! <laughs> ah, here. Yeah. Here, I found it. It was. Uh, show mercy, don't offer sacrifices. Because a lot of times, mm. and that hit so hard because a lot of times I try to show myself, myself good to God. You know, like, oh, God, I did this. I feel like, God, I did this. So I'm good, right? Uh, mm-hmm. God says, I don't need sacrifices. I don't need you to do anything. Right. I don't need you to do anything. But I just need you to repent. I want you to show mercy yeah, and not offer perfect. sacrifices. That's so good because I feel like a lot of um christianity we can look at it like okay so like what can i do but it's like no like you can't do anything like god already did it for you so it's like there's nothing we can really do to measure up the love that he has for us or to like i guess pay him back because there's nothing that we can do like right nobody can do that and yeah i feel like that's super important we're already 40 minutes in which is girl we had like 15 minutes of figuring out how to do this so that's so true. Wait, was it 15? I thought it was 7. I thought it was 12. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, we have, like, some behind-the-scenes issues for, like, a good 30 minutes 45 to minutes. 40 minutes. <laughs> no, but we figured it out. The devil is not winning. Period. So, yeah. something what I that I did want to kind of, I guess, just finish off with is, like, I guess some tips or, like, a little bit of, like, some... Yeah, I guess just tips or like encouragement to give um, people who are listening, uh, like on how to find peace or just how to relate, you know. Danny? Okay. I'm sorry, but I would like the audio keeps cutting off. It's okay. <laughs> okay, so um, if like if you're going through like if, like, a time where you're not feeling peace right now and, like, some or something's happening that's, like, literally not bringing you peace, like, bro, like, just give it to God. Like, pray it out. Be like, I don't know, like, God, like, this is happening right now. Like, please help me with this and that. And, like, help me, like, bring me peace, you know? But, like, <sighs> Yeah, that can be super hard. I feel like... Kind of like what you were saying, I feel like one of the most genuine and vulnerable and just most exposed books in the Bible is Psalms, just because David literally cries out to God like, hey, I need peace and whatever he was going through, you know, and he's the most like, I feel like that's, I don't know why that's just like me, but that is one of the most vulnerable books of the Bible. Like he literally thanks God whenever he's happy. He thanks God whenever he's sad. He's like, God, you know what? I'm just giving this to you. You know, he cries out and he's just like, you know, God help me. So I feel like one tip is, or one, I guess, encouragement is just read through the book of Psalms whenever you're feeling that, uh, feeling like shakier, like whenever you don't have peace or, you know, stuff like that. Um, Also, there's a song called Peace. By, ooh, girl. Bethel. 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 Thank you. I did, I was I was about to say Bethel, but I was like, wait. And uh, and to say something. I love that whole album. 
I was about to say yeah. that, bro. That whole album is insane. It like that whole album brings me so it. much peace. Like the music and the melody, I can just like fall asleep, just like listen to it. It's so good. It's funny how that's my study, like my study album. Yeah. What is it? My study playlist. Yeah, my study playlist. Yeah. The it's album. The album name is Peace. So Peace, yeah. <laughs> just that's how it is. Just listen to Peace. It's so good. <laughs> Straight up. Peace. Um, I wanted to add on, um, because. I know yesterday, well, I was filming, filming, what? <laughs> Filling out my application uh, for college. I was stressed because of the application fee. First of all, why do you have to pay to apply to college? Girl. I know, but, so, so I mean, lame. It's whatever. And so um, I'm currently in Mexico. And so, like, I don't have money to like pay right the, now or yeah. like dollars so i was like how am I yeah i was like how am i gonna pay the fee and i was just like oh my gosh like god how am i gonna do this like please like at that time like i was like how am i gonna do this you know i was just like thinking negatively but then um i remembered like god is your provider like he will provide and and psalms actually psalms 34 says um those who seek the lord shall not lack any good thing you know and so no. i was like okay Lord, you will provide. And so, you, like, a couple minutes later, my mom was like, oh, wait, I have $50. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so, yeah. So, yeah, like, there's literally nothing related to you that that is beyond, like, God's control. Like, yeah. Wow, that's so, so good. Yeah. And the last tip, Mikey, do you want to give it? Yes, ma'am. Girl, I was writing down so many things when I were talking. <laughs> Um, (laughs) big time, you know, when you don't feel peace and you feel like you're really going through a battle, really going through hell, you have, I feel like you have to relate to something, not someone. Right. Uh, something it's different from relating to something and someone, you know? And one thing when I was really going through a tough time, you know, I, yeah, I was raised in a Christian household, but I didn't touch the Bible until 2020. Wow. You know, just to be straight up, I didn't touch the Bible until 2020. But I remember a time where I knew I was struggling. I literally looked up how to read the Bible. And I looked it up in Safari and it said, if you feel like you're this type of person, start off here. I read, I went for it. And I started off in the book of Job. And when I can honestly say the book of Job changed my life because I felt like I wasn't alone. Wow. Really, really impacted me because, you know, in the times where I thought I was alone, like, oh, God, you're not here, blah, 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 blah. The book of Job literally says, I cry out, I cry to you, oh, God, but you don't answer. I stand before you, but you don't even look. You have become cruel toward me. You use your powers and persecute me. And I said, wow. Okay. And I think, oh, wait, this wasn't mm-hmm. yesterday. This wasn't last week. This was actually a good minute ago, you know? And my thing is, you got to relate to something, you know? And a good thing to do is don't just stop in the middle and say, okay, I, 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 I related. Okay, I'm good. Because the thing is right now, it sounds like Job is, you know, blaming God or whatever, whatever. He's protesting against God. But at the end, God straight up said, no. Because right. the, sometimes most, I was actually talking to my friend about this yesterday. Most of the things that we go through, we restrict ourselves from getting better. Because there's a lot of things that we don't want to put up. There's a lot of things that we don't want to do. But the thing is, God, the devil is something, tries to bring up 
your past to restrict you from your future. Because wow. I know uh, Kiara's heard me say this before, um, that your past doesn't... De- uh, oh, girl, I had that written down. I was going to get a tattoo of it. Um, <laughs> uh, the past doesn't determine who you are. Um, it's what you do in the present that determines your future. Right. You know? And, you know, when I see the book of Job and, uh, and all of that, you know, God straight up said, actually, you just needed to work on this on yourself, you know, and Job looked like, oh, snap. I kind of was wrong, you know. Right. And, you know, at the end of the book of Job, where Job was at the end of his line, you know, like compared to like Psalms. Uh, I forgot who he said it was. Uh, I think he said it was Jacob or uh, I David. David, David, girl. You know, David was, you know, grateful. He was sad. He went all through it through God. The whole book of Job is Job going through it. Right. You know, and Job straight up. Uh, Job just, just being straight up. He was being vulnerable to God. And the th- that's the thing I love about the book of Job. Because Job was being so straight up with God, even though I was like, dude, you need to shut up. Because you are literally talking to God, you know, but he was talking, he was talking, he was talking, and even God responded. And the funny thing, I really looked at as God as a sarcastic person, but God was like, who was the one that started the earth? Who was the one that made light? Who was the one? And actually, God started using all these analogies. God straight up started saying, who was the one who made the clouds? Who is the one that right. makes thunder strike? Who is the one who makes lightning strike? Who is the one that tells rain to fall on the snap of my fingers? Wow. That's all on Job 37. But I read that. I'm like, it's funny how we look at all our bad things going on in our life as a storm. But at the mm-hmm. same time, here's God saying, who's the one that made the storm in the first place? Yeah. Here's the book of That's Job saying, word. God straight up says, uh, Job 37, 8, uh, 37 9 the stormy wind comes from this chamber and the driving winds bring the cold god bring uh god's breath sends the ice freezing wide expanse of the water you know that's what job said job starts realizing what god has done literally but then job then the lord straight up responds tell me if you know so much who determined its dimensions after job uh 38 4 you see the words who what have you he job is just uh the lord is just asking questions saying you don't need to worry about what you haven't done you don't need to worry about the things you don't know you know and just to reiterate i I know i went on a long rant but (laughs) no you're good it's so good but so good anywho um (laughs) uh girl you need to do my track i did that to myself but if you feel like you're really going through it and you really feel like you, I recommend to relate to something, open up the book of Job. And at the end, with everything that Job went through, it was given back to him triple the amount. You know, but yeah. God actually was grateful that Job said what he said. When I was at the point, it's like, Job, you need to shut up. This is literally God. God was like, more of like, thank you for actually opening up. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being vulnerable with me finally you know what i mean yeah and just like i said to reiterate i know i said it like six times already yeah the lord really said 
I made the storm. Literally, physically, and actually emotionally. Yeah. And the thing is, so <laughs> Job went through it, but he actually went through it. Yeah, he went through it and got through it. Yeah. And yeah, cool. That's what's up. That's so amazing. Well, we did run a little bit over time. So if you made it here, we love you. <laughs> can I, can I just add, I'm going to add on. Let's go. Yeah. Um, so, oh no, it's like super short. But when Mikey said, um, your past doesn't define you, dude, something that came up was like, Satan will call you by your sin, but God calls you by your name. Wow. Like, just let that sink in for a minute. And, like, yeah, mic drop. Mic drop. What a way to finish this episode. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I know it was so long. And, like I said, if you made it up to here, we love you. And you, we were probably blessed because I definitely was. Thank you, Mikey, so much for being on the podcast. No, no problem. Thank sorry for being awkward. So I'm so sorry for being awkward in the beginning. I was just, I'm not interesting at all, but... I'm just kidding. I'm super interested. No, yes, you are. This is so amazing. <laughs> yeah, but thank okay, you so much. So, oh. You're welcome. <laughs> it's like, go on. Okay. So make sure to follow us on Instagram at Joking Generation Podcast where you can like keep up um, on the new days that we're going to post a new episode or just questions in general. Um, for future episodes. So, yeah. And also follow Mikey's Instagram. Mikey, answer your Instagram yes. here. Uh, doing, okay, my Instagram is at doings underscore of underscore Miguel. That's my actual name. <laughs> Just don't ever call me by that. At doings of Miguel. If you want to get to know me. If you have any questions. Y'all, and Kiara can attest to this. If you just need someone to talk to, if you need someone to, right. you have questions. If you need a friend, don't hesitate to hit me up. Okay. Yeah, and with any of us, like just DM us if you have questions. If you just need a friend, we're here to talk. Period. Yes. Thank you guys. Have a blessed week, and we'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.